Good afternoon. Welcome to Coffee and Conversation, a podcast brought to you by the Del Norte County Office of Education and Del Norte County Unified School District. My name is Jeff Harris, and I'm the County and District Superintendent of Schools. Uh, in the time it takes us to kind of sit and have a cup of coffee together and, and have a brief conversation, we want to take some time and really kind of follow through on a series of podcasts that we've had lately. And uh, the purpose of that is to introduce those of you who may not know many of the job families and job classifications that we have within our district and introduce uh, folks who work in those different job families and classifications and let you know a little bit more about the operations of our district and county office because, um, you know, it's like running a small city from food to transportation to infrastructure to network to buildings to personnel it's pretty complex. And joining me today, we have kind of a, it's a unique department, not because of the people, we'll get to them in a minute, um, but because of the way the department's structured. So this group joining me today is our tech department, and tech services actually work, by and large, under the County Office of Education. Uh, they provide some direct services to the school district. They provide infrastructure and um, uh, networking services to the district and the county. Uh, but some of the members of the tech department are also district employees. So it's kind of a blended department. Um, but joining me today to kind of talk a little bit more are Dan Gustafson, Jeremy Safford, and Gavin Williams. So, gentlemen, welcome. Thank you. Hello. Welcome. So I'm not going to tell you which one of you the unique comment was directed at a minute ago, but anyway. <laughs> um, so let, let's just kind of go around. Dan, we'll start with you. If if you can tell folks um, what your actual job title is and what a what you do, kind of what that day in the office looks like. My official job title is Network Systems Analyst. And uh, the truth is I, I do a lot of network analysis. Um which probably sounds pretty boring. I mean, say, it, what, it, what is network analysis? Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, like my day-to-day -day activities, um, I do a lot of management of our phone system just because of the, the, the brand of the phone system is, is the same brand of networking gear that we use, which is Cisco. And so that, that's just kind of fallen into to my area of expertise as we've uh, moved forward from analog phones. Um, all of the, the wireless connectivity and wired network connectivity, you know, I, I, I look at that traffic and, uh, you know, make sure the proper traffic gets through to where it's supposed to go, mm -hmm. which sounds pretty generic, you know, as I just explained it. But uh, a good example, yesterday we had an alert about some shady activity that was occurring on our network. And so I had to find out where that was coming from and, and put a stop to it. So, you know, there was some actual network analysis done to, uh, to make that happen. Kind of figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I know I've been down to your office a few times when we hit a link and it takes us to some place that we probably should not be going. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, wow, kids have access to this. Yeah, so you got to figure out why that yeah, happens. Yeah, absolutely. You know? and, and it's a maze. You know, it's a it's a real maze of of technology on 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 how how everything works. Yeah, Jeremy. Uh, my name is Jeremy Safford. Uh, I've been with the district for a little over a year, and uh, my job position is a computer support technician one. And we do a whole lot of different things. Uh, 
We basically support all the students and staff throughout the whole district, all the different sites, all the way up from Gasky, all the way down to Klamath. Um, and we, we get a lot of phone calls. We go out to sites. We set up equipment. We fix things. Basically, if it's uh, plugs in, has lights, and you can hit buttons on it, we <laughs> we work on it. <laughs> That's good, Gavin. Hello, uh, my name is Gavin Williams. I am the also the computer support technician technician one as well. Um, uh, I've been with the district for I think two or three years now. Mm-hmm. Coming up there. Um, Believe it or not, I was interning for the district for a good while there um, with the IT department. So definitely got that experience built in. Um, just as Jeremy said, um, we know we go, we go from anywhere between Gaskeet, Smith River, and even the schools in town. Um, recently, we've implemented a new scheduling system, uh, which allows we have more people in our department now, which allows us to go out and you know, take care of those sites, especially the ones that are on, you know, the outer skirts of, of Delmar County. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, make sure that everybody's included, make sure everybody's has got the support and, you know, that you make sure that their needs are taken care of. Um, and so that's a good, well intact of what we do. Yeah. Well, you know, I think the interesting thing about it too, is, and I was talking to transportation about this, um, do you guys realize, and you, you may or may not know this, Del Norte is the largest geographical school district in the state of California. So, you know, because we're a single district county, um, we're the largest school district in the state by land. And so being able to actually, I mean, when you think about it, um, those schools that are hardwired, uh, the schools that are on some other structure like Margaret Keating, it, it's amazing the work that you guys do. Um, and Jeremy, I think you'd said you'd been with us for about a year and, um, Dan, how long have you worked with us? Almost 10 years now. And so how has, so just thinking about not only the build out of the infrastructure, but just over what's happened the last two or three in the department, how has that really changed the department over the last, I'll say even five years? When I started working for the district, I think we had 30 iPads that, uh, you know, Ray Fearing had, had been pushing to get iPads involved in curriculum. So we had 30 iPads in the district, if, if I remember correctly. And uh, I was the guy setting those up. Yeah. And uh, we had no Chromebooks. We had T1 circuits to the Klamath site, to Margaret Keating. Slow internet. Very slow. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a consumer grade cable modem um, to our Elk Creek site. And... Uh, a one gig circuit here at the district office. Very low. Yeah. So we're up to 10 <laughs> gigs now yeah. and, and thousands of iPads and thousands, thousands of Chromebooks. I don't, I don't know currently what that number is, but it's, it's huge. So I think it's somewhere in the number like four to 6,000. I mean, it's, that's a lot. It's a lot. Cause not only do we have the Chromebooks that the students have, we've got extra Chromebooks at school sites and here at the district office, we've got Chromebooks that you guys help support um, for, uh, USA and some other, not USA, um, for, um, Castle Rock and some others. There's, there's a lot out there. There's a lot. So when I started, there was, there was three of us in the department. Right. And, uh, 
I remember during about my first month, um, my coworker and my boss both went on vacation for two weeks. So I was the guy. I was the only guy. And I, you were I, the department. I was so nervous that something was going to go wrong and I was going to be forced to fix it and have no idea what I was dealing with. Wow. So yeah, we've, we've hired a, uh, several new employees and our, our roles have just changed so drastically since, you know, my first day, you know, with all the device management, all the additional security. I mean, our, our network is far more secure than it's ever been. Right. So it, that's a, a constant goal of ours is to keep improving that. And there's, there's still room to improve for sure. Oh yeah. Well, and you know, from, and let's kind of start at the 30,000 foot view and then go down. So as a network analyst, you also work with uh, um, Tom Fortier. Yes. And what's Tom's official title? He is a network administrator. So as you guys are sitting there and you're dealing with that that network backbone about what happens internally and what's happening externally and how we secure those systems, um, you're, you guys are doing some pretty high-level work. I mean, quite honestly, I think our tech department, I mean, this includes all nine folks that work in the department. Uh, 10 maybe, I think, if we include the director. Um, I'd stack you guys up against anybody else in our county and probably Northern California as far as the quality of tech support and and tech availability that we have. Um, but you guys you guys do some pretty high-level stuff that I, that I think a lot of our community, while Jeremy, you, and Gavin... They see your faces. They they appreciate the support that you're giving. Teachers know who you are because you're in classrooms, right? Dan's the faceless puppet master behind the... Uh... <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so what the three of you, what start kind of maybe here with Gavin and, and, and Jeremy. What's your favorite part of the job? Because it is so complex. I think there's so many different aspects to it. You know, you're dealing with things that don't breathe and things that do. What What do you like about it? So I would say that the, I think this one kind of sits on, on top of my list is the, the being able to ensure that everybody is happy. Um, of course, you can't please everybody. And that's just the common aspect of life. Um, but to be able to put a smile on someone's face, you know, when there is a problem and it gets resolved and you know you see their their light uh you know see their you know their eyes light up and they're like oh my gosh this is now fixed um you know there's there's been definitely some some times where you know people don't know what to do or you know something breaks um you know they go okay how am i supposed to do this so there's folks that frantically put together and when they can't put it together go okay i need help can you help this is time urgent. We rush out there. We fix it. And their life is now happy for that day. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> One of the things I'd like to bring up is, uh, so probably out of a thousand things we do, about 990 of them are different. Like it's <laughs> it's one of those jobs where you have to stay on your toes. It's you have to basically learn as you're teaching someone how to do something. Uh, but that's what makes it fun and challenging because it's every time you go out or every time you get a phone call, it's like a puzzle that you're trying to figure out to help people. And once you do help them, it it's it's awesome. Yeah, people people really appreciate our help, and it's it's good because we if we can get people going, uh, then that will basically work the way down 
to the students and right. then help with their education. Well, and I think it's pretty cool because I've seen you guys lined up with families in the hallway here at the district office answering those questions in person when a family pops in with the device and says, hey, I don't know how to do this, or I'm getting this weird, like you said, Jeremy, it's never the same problem twice. I'm getting this weird error message or whatever. My computer's only showing German, whatever happens. But you guys work through that. Yeah. Uh, when I started about a week before school started last year. Yeah. And so uh, we got <laughs> just what, went What in. a fun time yeah. to start. We yeah. were getting about 3,000 phone calls a week with like, four or five of us to answer the phone. Yeah. And that well, and that was before we had the help. I mean, there was the helpline, but it was before we had anybody specifically dedicated to the helpline. Yeah. yeah. I'll say I felt bad, uh, you know, seeing Jeremy come in and just dropped right into the fire. You know, I I had the luxury of easing in, you know, starting at, at a very calm portion of the, you know, development of the department. And then you know, slowly progressing into the real serious uh, issues that we faced recently. But, uh, you know, some of these guys just had to get pushed right into it. They did uh, really well. Yeah, well, they did. And, you know, and that's, I think that was the cool thing because what a lot of our community, you know, sometimes we hear criticisms. Well, you should have done this better. You should have done this better. This could have been handled better. Realistically, though, I talk to people all over the state, uh, other county superintendents, other district superintendents, and what what you guys were able to pull off and do last September, there are other districts and other county offices that are just this year starting to put those same kind of things in place because they didn't have the foresight, they didn't have the creativity, they didn't have the talent of, of our staff to get those things done. And like you said, Dan, I mean, geez, Jeremy, what a, what a time to start. And then Gavin, you, you, if you've been an employee for two or three years, then what you've done is, yeah, you got to do some different things as an intern, but you walked in your first year would have been the year that everything shut down. And your second year was the year that we were full hybrid. Yeah, it was definitely, I can definitely say it was, it was a shock because um, it was first couple of months and I'm like, all right, I got this. I can, I can hit the ground running. And March came around the, of 2020 came around the corner and I went, okay, we're doing something different. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, you know, the interesting thing about it is the, the pandemic I think has forever changed the way that tech's going to work in schools, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm going to put you guys on the spot here just a minute. Um, if you think about it and you think about the way your jobs have changed, um, what do you think is a part of your job that may not be as important in five years? And what's a part of your job that may be more important in five years? I would say more remote support. Um, you know, especially it's common with staff, uh, we've had opportunities a handful of times to help remotely with, um, with students. Right. And that's the great thing that our services have is they have the, they give us the ability to, um, use the resources to assist. So it's kind of more of, I can't say the fading of in-person because we're always going to be an in-person department, mm -hmm. but at the same time, we're going to be more remote 
than I mean ever before. If the pandemic didn't happen, it would be a little bit longer before we hit that point. Before we go, okay, we can start being you know remote and stuff like that, and it'll be a slow progress. But by the time you know, but by the time we get there, it's like all right, everybody else is kind of already doing that. And, yeah. but, but because of the pandemic, we had that opportunity to switch gears, to get the tools, to get the resources um, from the amazing companies that, you know, that we, we use their services to support our staff and students. Um, yeah. So like I said, re- remote is what I think is going to be more common than, I can't say in person, but yeah. Right. But more common than it is now. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I think, one of the big things is a lot of people uh, didn't necessarily didn't necessarily have to use a lot of technology in their classrooms and in their education. They didn't have to have a digital classroom. Right. And uh, even though I believe education was going that way anyway, over time, the pandemic really kind of forced it. And so um, uh, it was hard on everyone because they basically had to relearn how to do school, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, both from the staff and the students. Uh, but I think once they, even after this year and over the next year, a lot more people are going to be familiar with those and they're, they're going to get, uh, they're going to have less problems because they'll be more used to it. Well, and, you know, Jeremy, I think that bears out because as we were talking uh, at the beginning of this year with staff, one of the things that staff had said was don't get rid of Canvas and Google Classroom, right? I mean, they they wanted to keep that in Seesaw. Um, But last year, we had a lot of folks who didn't know what Canvas or Seesaw even were or may not have been using Google Classroom. And so that all that research out there about early adopters and late adopters and, you know, leading edge people, I don't think there was really a choice on the adoption, it really became a question about how quickly can you develop skill? It was, it was a very different conversation. Yeah, I believe when I was in in school, I don't think I took a typing class until middle school. Yeah. But now kindergartners are operating iPads and running different programs and typing. And so I, I think in a way it's actually going to advance some of the kids. Yeah. Well, I'm so old that my first experience with a computer was an Apple IIe with an amber screen, learning how to, you know, type some sort of computer language on that. But that was a long time ago. Seventh grade, I think. <laughs> Dan, what about you? It's it's kind of a difficult question to answer. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, the first thought, of course, is is remote. You know, anything remote, be it um, you know, being employed remotely or, or teaching remote, learning remotely. Right. But... Uh, you know, it's just hard to say how, how that's all going to play out. Um, you know, some people like it, some people don't. Um, when we first started distancing, you know, and, and everything was still really mostly unknown, you know, mm-hmm. and I had to work remotely for a while, I, I couldn't stand it. You know, I have a, a wooden chair at my kitchen table I was trying to sit at, and it was, it was just awful. You know? <laughs> I'd have to build an office at home to really uh, be effective. And, you know, thankfully the the push for that has seems to be less so these days and right. that works for me but you know maybe it works better for other people um device management now we have so many devices you know everyone has a device and the management of those devices is a challenge no matter how good the tools are there's always you know some feature that that you know we struggle with right. for one reason or another it might work today and then tomorrow you know there's an update there's and, some update and, yeah and something isn't working so 
I guess it, it, most of the the thoughts that come to mind are around you know remote operation or whatever it is, learning, employment, and uh, the device management is is something that we're just going to have to get a lot more into, you know, so that it works perfectly. And everything's working pretty good now, but like I said before, there's room for improvement. Yeah, but but I'm still going to take you back to, I think it's hard to see the forest for the trees. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Because you guys are doing a good job. That that management, the um, ability to to provide that, that one-on-one service or that whole group service, because I know we also have the ability to push out device management just globally to all of our, you know, all of our um, uh, Chromebooks, for instance. Um, you guys are doing a great job. And and all of that, all, I think all that, and you, you've all hit on it, leads to better student outcomes, right? Whether that's learning tech at an earlier age, whether that's being more successful academically, whether that's having access for families, uh, you guys have just done an amazing job with that. So I just have to say thanks. Thank you. So, gentlemen, we are at the tail end here. So if you could give, because every once in a while, you know, we were talking about the tech department expanding, and it's gone from three to about 10 folks here in the last seven years. If someone were looking for a job with the district and we were to have a position that opens, we hope that none of you decide to leave anytime soon. But if we were to expand, we'll go that route, and something were to open, what piece of advice would you give somebody if they were looking at coming to work for the district? Well, they should apply, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> they should definitely apply. Um, it's it's always so interesting to me uh, how you know good employees end up. I don't know how to phrase this. It's we have a great great group right now. Our team is is great. You know, every one of them, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you just never know, you know, hiring somebody, how, how things are going to work out. And, and we've been really, really lucky, you know, and, and we got that way because they applied for the jobs, right? you know, and, and, you know, apply. Like, I, I know that there's probably people who are, who are well qualified and capable of doing the work and for one reason or another may decide not to. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, it sounds almost ridiculous to say, but yeah, apply for the jobs. And, and I'm going to agree with you there, Dan. We've got over 100 current job openings. I know it's crazy. And we just have people that just aren't applying. And whether they're afraid or whether they're just unsure of the process, um, that's the first step. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get it if you don't apply. Jeremy Gavin, any words of advice? So this job uh, could be very independent as in... If we get to make decisions, go out and help people, we we get to determine what what are more priorities uh, and see what we can do to help, what will help the most people, help the most students. Uh, but we all work as a team together, which is right. also awesome uh, because it's good to know that if I'm having issues with something, I can go to one of my other coworkers and the, they'll help me out. Uh, so, but you also have to be very adaptive in this job. Like I said, it's, uh, you have to figure out, do step-by-step step one, one thing at a time to try and figure out the mass, just different numbers of issues that right. can be. No, well, it's, so it's, I mean, you've got the critical thinking part, you've got the creative part, you've got the teamwork part. I mean, it, it 
like I said, you guys do a good job, but it takes, like you said, Dan, it takes a pretty special team to all come together and be able to do all of those things well. And, and, you know, calling those things out, Jeremy, that's, I, I don't think a lot of people are used to doing all of that, but I think there may be people that that's exactly what they're looking for in a job. They just don't know it yet. But if apply, come on in and learn to be part of that team. Gavin? I would say that one key thing is you may know something that the rest of us may not. And if you can bounce your ideas off of us and collaborate and work together, as, you know, as, as Dan and Jeremy mentioned, teamwork, it's at the end, we'll have a really good result and probably better than what we have today. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's the one key aspect that I love about this department is there's a flow between all of us as far as knowledge and 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 um, work you're working together as as a team um i may know something that jeremy doesn't or even jeremy may know something that i don't right um and so if you know when we bounce ideas off of each other or you know suggestions and stuff like that i mean everybody work comes together everybody works together and uh at the end of the day, it's always seemed to be a really good result. Of course, there's trial and error, but that's where we learn and go, okay, this is the problem. This is where we're resolving it. Let's you know figure out how we can not ha have this happen again. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, that brings us to the end of our podcast. Um, I want to thank all three of you for giving up your time today to come in and, and kind of let the community know more about the jobs that you do, about... Um, kind of that behind the scenes work that goes on as well as the things that they already know about, right? Um, that that kind of out front piece that you do as well. So thank you very much. And uh, we're looking forward to having you back in the future. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you.